Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Community Hotline for the community by the community. I'm your host, Bob Fang. And today we got Mr. Zainu Dean. What's up, bro? Hello, guys. What's up? What's up, everyone? My name is Mr. Zainu Dean, and yeah, I'm basically uh, international graduate student. And yeah, I would like to share my personal experience with you guys. Okay, I love it. Let's start off heavy topic. Heavy, heavy, heavy. What are uh, what are top three defining moments in your life, and how did they impact you? Defining moments. Yeah, top three most important moments in your life that changed you forever. The most important thing that changed me. The first thing is hundred uh, percent education. I would say because uh, before this, I don't really get like a proper education before. I kind of need to start struggling to get like a, you know, like pre-certificate before I jump into a proper certificate, you know? So it's kind of like uh, I need to extend for like six months or something like that. Uh, yeah, so the first one would be education. And the second one, I would say, uh, yeah, it's very heavy, but I would say religion in my, in my case, since... Uh, I met so many people uh, like around Europe, you know, like uh, with different religion, different belief, different perspective, and that changed me in the perspective of religion, to be honest. So that one, yeah, one education, religion, and one more will be, I would say, yeah, money, I would say in a way, but not that much. I would say like uh, for money, in terms of uh, getting the money, it's not that much, but more on the valuing the money, if you get what I mean. Uh, because back then, I kind of like uh, just use the money without really thinking about it, you know. And then, then now I come to my consciousness. I thought like, oh, I think I should like prepare properly on my management, like money management wise. So yeah, I would say religion, eh, uh, education, religion, and money okay that really changed my kind of like perspective and that. also traveling i would say traveling that De definitely traveling <laughs> you think a lot of, uh, do you think a lot of malaysians travel outside of malaysia uh not that much to be honest yeah because to be honest, when i ask them to like uh, travel and stuff they always say like oh yeah money is the one of the costs that they cannot travel and everything and i was like yeah why not you start for small one, you know, go to your neighbors' countries, you know, like Indonesia, uh, Thailand, you know, all the South Asia country, and they at first they say like, oh, okay, I want to go there, but I don't have money. But I would love to go like how to say that I would love to go like so many countries, you know, and I'm thinking like, yeah, how are you gonna, how are you gonna achieve that, you know? So that's where I started to you know like spend uh, saving money. You know, investing because for me it's kind of like I want to be a, a, you know, like a financial freedom as a person. You know, so I don't want to get, uh, how to say, it, like uh, get in touch, really in touch with the all this system that much. You know, so yeah, that's probably it. Okay, when you when you mentioned uh, religion, so um, hmm. you have a you have a specific experience or moment when you were in Europe that changed yeah. your, your look? To be honest, all my friends over there are uh, Islamophobic, I would say. Like before this, you know, they, they kind of like, they don't, they don't uh, have any Muslim friends, you know? So their perspective of Islam and everything is very different. And I kind of understand it because it's a Western perspective. But when I go there and I'm chilling with them and stuff. They, they don't even know that I'm Muslim for two or three years. And then after that, they knew, they would be like, oh, what, Baim, are you Muslim and everything? I was like, yeah, I'm Muslim. Like, why? Because like, yeah, I never met a Muslim like really cheap because I thought Muslim is going to be violent, you know, all the values and everything. And I was like, oh, no, bro, but you've been chilling with me like for three years, you know, am I being violent and stuff, you know? And then they were like, no, but I never thought that you're Muslim. So, and then I said to them, like, yeah, what, like, what do you see as a Muslim, you know? 
So they say like, okay, mostly they've been portrayed as uh, the, you know, like the Western propaganda. So they say like the, all these terrorists and all these uh, Muslim perspective and everything is just on the media, they say, because they don't really uh, know a person that been into the religion, for example. So when I told them that I'm a Muslim, they start to ask him questions about Muslim, yeah, about Islam and everything. So which is for me is also good because some of the question that I cannot answer, it makes me want to study more about my religion, if you get what I mean. So mm. especially like, uh, because my friend over there, some of them are atheists and some of them are agnostic. So they have two different perspectives. So for me as a believer, I also have my own perspective. So whenever we chill, we always kind of like uh, discuss about things really random you know for example like aliens for example you know so we just want to to get the perspective from the believer the non-believer and also the neutral believer you know so from then i was like oh okay it's very interesting because i never have this uh, perspective because mainly when i in malaysia majority are muslim so they don't have any perspective like outside of the uh, box for example you know so from there I start to uh, kind of like understand that how they they portray uh, how 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 to say no how they portray how they see what uh, Islam or Muslim perspective, and then since and then oh and then I met a guy that literally study about Arabic literature and really study about for example like uh, is from Islam scholar that i know but i never studied about it before so when he asked me question some things like very very deep question and i cannot answer it and from there it makes me think like uh is is am i am i uh, am i gonna find the right answer you know so i started to uh travel and then travel to for example like uh spain you know, like uh, Greece, I want to see like the world, like how the world view Islam and everything. So uh, I went to like the historical place, I think somewhere in Greece, uh, the Athens, if I'm not mistaken. So the Athens is very interesting because I thought the Western perspective and the religion perspective is just too broad and they're not connected. But when I travel and I meet people and I see all the historical place, it makes me think like, it's actually all connected because, for example, like in Athens, I went there. the 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 place the the, the place itself has been built by Ottoman Empire, which is a Muslim empire, but the civilization being been brought by Roman Empire. So from there, I see like okay, there's two big empire. One is a Christianity because back then they war with uh, religion and stuff, but they're still building up the civilization. Since so from there, I was like yeah. Why not just live together you know why why we need to have this all the border you know the segregation like you are muslim you cannot chill with a christian you know it should be all live together because back then it was like that because back then there's no you know like uh countries and everything it's just an empire big empire and then they just can travel everywhere but now since all this restriction because for me i do have some islamophobic experience because when i travel because my name is Muhammad. So when I travel and I also have beard and stuff. So when I travel and they see my my name is Muhammad, okay, you need to go aside, you know, we need to check you and everything every single time, bro. And I'm thinking like, yeah, but is is it because I'm uh, I'm, I'm my name is Muhammad, you know, because my face doesn't really look uh, Arabic, you know? Right. And then they want to check and I was like, okay, check it. And then I'm thinking like, yeah. What how how are we going to like change this perspective like yeah you know being a judgmental to people based on religion or appearance and stuff so when i travel and i see of course not every country uh, give me the experience but it's uh, it's very interesting to see people uh, when people know know about it they try to change the perspective you know for example like for me myself like my friend uh, thought like I'm not Muslim. So when I say that I'm a Muslim, they, they kind of like, uh, they support in a way, but at the same time, they also want to know more about it. 
So for example, like, okay, like, Baim, why, why mostly you need to cover your hair and stuff? They're just asking random question, which I think for them, they just want to, they just want to know and they're just being curious, you know? And for me, I like it because when they ask me question, I automatically need to study about it. And also I kind of get like knowledge about it. So for me, it's kind of like, it makes me think like religion. I would say the message are the same. It's just a different, different interpretation. But of course, like, like I said just now, back then we can leave every, everyone at once, you know, like uh, everyone together. But nowadays, everything with segregation, I think that needs to change, I think. Because I think we shouldn't judge people by appearance, uh, religion, or nationality, if I'm, if I'm right, you know? <laughs> But, that. but that's my, my, my personal experience when I travel because for me it's kind of like when I travel I don't see as uh, uh, like only the place because for me I study culture so for me that perspective I kind of need to understand because I'm a student of communication so I kind of need to know like who I'm talking to so let's say if I'm talking to some uh, like uh, this particular culture I kind of need to talk in their own way, you know, so I cannot just burst out like, oh, yeah, I know this, I know that, you know. So from from there, I learn how they communicate, how they try to think, how they perceive the religion in the different uh, perspective. And and if I conclude everything, the message is almost the same. It's all about peace. It's all about living together. It's all about like being nice to each other, you know, do goods to each other, just the good stuff, you know? So after like, I know that I literally not, there's no judgment for me to anyone, you know, because for me, it's kind of like, yeah, everyone's the same. As long as you're good to me, I do good to you. Yeah. And that's that's my personal experience if I yeah and also I met a lot of people from uh, how to say like uh, the people that revert I would say the people that also become Muslim from not Muslim you know and my friend is one of it and it's very interesting because they uh, like she became Muslim based on the Palestinian and the Jewish uh, conflicts and it's not about like France and everything and I'm, I'm and I asked her you know like uh, how how you got into this you know like how do you have an interest because uh, and then she said like the same thing that I said like back then Palestinian and Jewish they're living together and stuff and now like everyone becoming like I don't know like very selfish or something you know they just want their own you do you, I do I, I don't care about you, you don't care about me, something like that, you know? So when when I know that and I was like, oh, okay, this this girl is has a very uh, uh, extensive view on, on this particular topics. And then I try to understand like, how come you can get this, uh, uh, very passionate feelings because for me it's kind of like yeah i know about all these issues but for me i don't get into it you know like not very like because she's really like fighting go to the diplomat and everything you know try to fight the human right for palestinian palestinian and stuff so i can see myself like yeah i'm a muslim but she's doing more than me you get what i mean you know <laughs> so so i was like yeah what 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 should I do? You know what can I do for the people? So that's where I started to jump into the NFT. You know, and that's where I kind of like meet more people like you, for example. You know, from different perspective. Because for me, it's kind of I love hanging out with uh, uh, the people like not in my religion. I would say because for me, it's kind of I want to see the bigger perspective of world in, in general. You know, not only a specific uh, perspective. So that's why I really like to uh, go to the church somehow, you know, like uh, in Europe, I went to church, just want to learn about Christianity, for example. And I went to synagogue just to learn about Jewish, uh, uh, like a praise and everything, ritual, you know, because for me, I don't want to be biased, you know, I don't want to, because I was born Muslim and 
And for me, I don't want to blindly follow the religion. You know, if I want to follow the religion, I want to make it like properly. You know, so I need to also learn about the religion to get my religion straight. You know, so that I kind of get the connected uh, connecting dots. You know, so when I travel, actually, I'm uh, I kind of like find the connected dots. You know, because like I said, I met like so many people, and also one that I went to one Buddha temple in Netherlands it's, it was really interesting experience because I went to it's kind of like a forest it's like a big field and there's one small forest and I don't see any temple inside and then my friend said yeah yeah let's go there and chill and I was like yeah what 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 is it over there you know and then we went there and suddenly this I saw like so like very big uh, temple you know is in the middle of uh, North Netherlands if I'm not mistaken and that uh like i think buddhism and that buddhism is from tibet tibetan buddhism i i think so and then i met like the monk and then uh he asked me like oh yeah where you got where you from and everything i was like yeah i'm so, from uh, malaysia south asia and then i went there with four friends and then i'm the only believer and the rest is like atheist and agnostic but they kind of like interested knowing all this religion so I was like, yeah, let's go like a temple and just see like how it looks like, you know, like how what's the culture, what's the ritual and stuff. And then when I went, I met the monk, and the monk is like uh, the Dutchman, and uh, the workers are more like a Tibetan monk, you know. And it's very interesting because yeah, I I'm in a Western like very European, you know, like a very white place, and then suddenly I saw like this, and I was like, oh. Oh, okay. That's very interesting. What's the, the 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 special about this place? You know, and then he mentioned about something with energy. You know, like the place is kind of like energy because for us we do have a, like a place in in, in Mecca. You know, like the the place that we worship, and over there also they have kind of like a similar place. You know, they say like they they have like the energy power. You know, and then they do exactly the same like we did, like the uh, the Muslim did. You know, like uh, going around. You know, and then just. Uh, recite some uh, mantra or like a recitation and then the the thing that makes me really interesting is the the love like we want to mention something about love right just now but the love that they mention is very interesting because the love of all life if i'm not mistaken because one time when we walk and we kind of almost want to step on the end you know like uh and end of a uh, group of end of walking and then he said to me like okay stop i said well why why do we need to stop yeah yeah because the end are kind of like crossing the road you know we cannot step on the end because you're muslim right in your religion they have uh, one story about uh sulaiman because the sulaiman have the same story because you can talk to animals you know so uh what is this? Like... tell me the story huh? tell me huh? the story suleiman suleiman what's the story ah suleiman ah so like uh solomon is it in English because he can uh, in my religion I believe that the prophet have like uh, can have uh, had the blessing that can talk to uh, animals you know animals and uh, animals and usually animals so like when they march like uh, when they want to march to go to other country or to conquer they kind of need to go through all this uh, like uh, uh, forest and everything right so one one time when he when he can talk to uh the how to say the the animal he want to bring all the animals to some other parts you know so when you walk and then he's the one who's kind of like say to the like the 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 other it say like okay you need to stop because there's some i think some animals are still left behind or something like that you know I, i'm not really sure the story but not not know the story but i know re really remember the story that's the right way to say it because what i know that the the same thing that i know is kind of like when they want to step on the end this the the prophet says stop you know don't step on the end because the end also have like family and everything you know it's basically i want to focus on the loving part you know it's not it's more on the not killing all human all animal all life if i right and then 
when I told the story, you know, and, no, he actually told me the story. He said like, yeah, you, you, you're from Muslim, right? You remember the Solomon story? The, the one that uh, he asked like the army then don't step on the end. It's basically the same. We believe the same kind of value, you know? And then I was like, oh, okay. So we went into the uh, temple. So the temple that's like, uh, I think like every, every lady there, I think they have like so many layers and every layer they have like a monk a statue kind of you know monk statue and and goes up and up and i asked i asked the monk like uh what is this uh like uh what is uh symbolized of you know because and then he said like some similar with uh prophet i would say like more on the messenger he said like yeah this all this monk give a message you know like time by time by like, uh, different era different uh Yes, and everything. I was like, oh, okay, it's interesting. And then he mentioned about uh, our prophet. That's the, the for me, it's kind of like it's very uh, interesting because suddenly you say, like, yeah, actually, we also do follow Muhammad's uh, teaching, you know, more on the moral side, like uh, talk good, you know, like uh, behave well, all the moral the moral stuff and for me it's kind of oh okay other religion also take uh, like our prophet's uh, teaching it's very interesting and i only and i thought only buddhism and then i went to one temple on the hinduism so so tell the same thing and for me then then when i see all of this and i just concrete in my personal experience like basically all the religion they just want to do good you know it's just the people in that religion do do the art you know the opposite so yeah and it's very interesting to see like uh, these people are just like i said blindly follow you know they don't really learn about it they don't really experience it they just follow whatever they've been asked to and i think that's very not not good you know because you kind of need to see as a bigger perspective you know you need to know everything before you give any you know comments or any are your um are your parents the same way do they feel the same way or are they more conservative uh they're more conservative but when i explain my thoughts and my perspective and they kind of like uh agree with it because they also have that experience before but since they live in malaysia like i said all the surrounding are muslim and everything so that uh views they don't really get it that much but for me since i travel right so i kind of be in the the different uh environment so yeah this is uh yeah i think like our um, like my parents are not really like uh, saying anything about it they just say like yeah as long as you know what you're doing it's all good <laughs> got it got it got it um and then for the uh, for the education portion, I just wanted to ask, you know, what what type of person were you um, in uh, in high school? Uh, in high school, what type of person? Yeah, I would say I active in high school in the curriculum. I started to join all these uh, like group singing, all this uh, debating and stuff. Uh, but like I said, like uh, back in in school, I didn't get. Let's put it like this. Back then when I was school, I active on the curriculum that much and I don't study that much. And then I fail. And then that's where I kind of like, oh, okay, only do curriculum is not enough. You know, I need to kind of like busting out my brains and shit. So I went to like the, the like I said, pre-university. So from pre-university makes me change my, my view on education, you know, it makes me really uh, serious on education because, bro, I feel like uh, the big big exam before I flew to Netherlands. So when I fail and I kind of like, fuck, I cannot go directly to uni, you know, I kind of need to take pre-uni. So from then, it, it opens my eyes to to value the education. They say like, yeah, if I want to go further, I kind of need to busting up my education, you know. So I start to study and I start to kind of like... Uh, taking the exams again, and I kind of take very extensive uh, course, you know, especially in English, because back then I'm not really good in English, you know, I cannot talk English, I've, it's very minimum, you know, and then I'm thinking, okay, I want to go to abroad, 
because my plan was going to Australia because my brother is like uh, uh, like a permanent resident there. And then I thought if I go to abroad, I will go to Australia. And then suddenly my brother said to me like, okay, why not go to uh, the Netherlands? You know, because the education over there is more precise and everything. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. I just want to study and I want to see different different uh, views, you know, different uh, people. And then I think, your, I think your brother just didn't want you to be there. <laughs> I, I also think so though, because he always said to me like, "Yeah, just go out from Malaysia. I mean, if you, if you work there, then you can always come." And I was like, "Yeah, but you can find money everywhere. You know, it doesn't really mean in Europe. You know, like here also, I can find money if I want to." So when I went to uh, like uh, Netherlands, that's where I kind of like. Uh, uh, value the education since i met like so many genius people like from across um, i think southeast asia and also like uh, eastern europe and but they do they are from a rich family and i'm not so for me it's kind of like i own uh, i i loan my, my the, the money from my brother not from the bank so for me it's kind of like fuck i need Need to pay for by my own basically you know I, I'm, I don't get any scholarship I mean I do get scholarship but half scholarship so from there when I when I went to uh, Netherlands it makes me uh, think like okay if I don't start city I'm gonna pay more and I'm gonna get fucked up you know because if I differ or if I you know fail I need to pay more so and then my brother gives me one like uh, because my brother is a he's an accountant and he's very strict about money and you know and then one day i feel like uh, i think two semester and then he suddenly doesn't want to pay my tuition fees and he said like yeah if you want to uh like uh, if you want me to give the money for the tuition fees i want you to do one thing and i was like what is it formal letter i want you to give me formal letter why you want this and why you should have this and why you want to make sure everything is correctly done you know and then i was like yo but you're my brother though like you know <laughs> just talk like this and then you can just make it up, you know? just so give like, me the money just give me the money like, not not all this formal shit, you know and i was like oh, okay but for me it makes sense because maybe i fucked it up before so you know and then for me it's like, okay it makes sense that he asked me to do this and then I make it okay. I do the formal letter, you know. And that that time I remember like two months he didn't give me money, so I kind of need to like work in the kitchen and everything. And but I really love it because after a while, after doing that, it makes me think like, oh, okay. Back then I don't really uh, appreciate the money that like the like the topic also the topic that I want to talk about later, the money but at the same time how i'm going to value my money you know because yeah the study is not cheap you know study abroad is expensive so if i keep maxing up i'm gonna pay more and more and more so for me it's kind of fuck i need to study more <laughs> i need to pay more and fuck that shit, you know I'm, like seven years of studying for me is enough you know <laughs> at least i want to take a break and then after that after I got like the, uh, like a give the formal letter to my brother and everything. And my brother said this to me, uh, he said like, it's not like I really need or want that money. It's just, I want you to value the education and money. And that really changed me because to be honest, before this, I just thought like, oh yeah, everyone can pay, uh, like uh, my parents or my, my family can pay me the, the education, you know, I, I don't really think about, I don't have to think about it that much, you know, to pay and everything. But when I live in Netherlands, everything I need to pay by, my, by myself. So that's where I learned the money management. So the money management, I think that's where the, the topics uh, we're going to talk about the money management. So when I have this it's all connected so my, my brother because he's an accountant he just wanted to make sure everything is all aligned together so he might want to make sure okay education good your management money management good and you can live everywhere you want you know whenever where wherever you want and then he said to me like uh edu this education 
it doesn't mean you need to do only on the academic side. He wants me to understand the street learning experience. If I'm not, if I remember correctly, he mentioned something about street uh, street learning, about like uh, uh, engaging with people. Because I study uh, communication and cultural, you know. So when I study that, I kind of need to communicate with people by their own culture, by their own communication. You know, I cannot just you know, becoming too direct to Malaysian people, they, they're becoming so offended and stuff. So something like that. So the the for me, what do you mean? By that? What do you what do you mean by that? If you're by too what? if you're too direct, the Malaysian skill. Okay, offended. okay, okay. This is what I study and what I uh, I conclude from my study, because Malaysia we are like uh, high context communication. So most of the Malaysian. Uh, talk, try to talk without really giving a meaning, meaning they kind of like uh, not too direct. So for example, like I want to say, I want to say your idea is stupid. I don't say your idea is stupid. I say like, oh yeah, your idea is not that good. Maybe you can try it in a different way, you know, like this. But in the Netherlands, you can just say, yeah, your idea is stupid and not, and, and people are accepting it, you know. But here, people are not, sometimes people get offended. So that's what I mean by the communication context, you know. So, when I I learned that, I kind of know like, oh, okay, maybe some of the country, you cannot be too direct, and some of country, you can be direct, you know? So it based on what people's uh, background. So from there, I kind of understand like, okay, we cannot just say anything to people because it might offend people. For example, I got, uh, one time I just say like, yo, bro, uh, how's, uh, how's it going? How, how, how is it doing? And that guy is not a bro. It's a chick, and then suddenly she became like, oh yeah, why you need, uh, you know, you need to, suddenly become so angry, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't mean no harm, you know, I thought, because yeah, you just look like a bro, I just thought you're a bro, you know, so from there, it makes me think, oh, okay, so next time, I cannot just blindly say some things to people, you know, I kind of need to understand, like, yeah, where he coming from, which country or anything like that because certain things are sensitive to people you know for example like i do have a jewish friend uh, it's a sensitive question if we ask something about palestinian and all that you know but also he said like yeah it's also good to discuss because otherwise he doesn't know the perspective of let's say palestinians or uh, outside perspective you know and for me i always think yeah discussion you know you meet them you see them you know them then you will know the perspective but then you cannot just conclude things as a whole or as an individual that done that you conclude it as a whole that's i think are wrong i think you know i love that yeah well one question what 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 moving on to money real quick what 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 is money what is money for me back then i used to think money is uh, everything back then it's kind of like yeah, I can buy. For me, for me, yeah, that my 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 uh, definition of money is is like yeah, everything. Like I can buy like with happiness. For me, I, I do believe that. Like back then, I do believe like yeah, money can buy happiness. You believe that? Sorry. How old did you believe this? Uh, eighteen. Before I went to the Netherlands, and then after I flew to the Netherlands. Yeah, after I met people and everything, it makes me think like, yeah, it's actually money doesn't make me happy because back then I earned good, you know, I have like good opportunity there, but I don't feel happy. And for me, it's kind of like, yo, what, why is this? But I thought like money can buy happiness, right? You know, like something like that. I don't feel happy, you know, but what I do feel happy when I start to uh, do charity, giving out to people, hope, uh, helping homeless people over there. It makes me more human, you know, it makes me want to understand more about people's, uh, uh, you know, people's, uh, I, I wouldn't say problem, but people's experience. Because I met so many homeless people in the Netherlands, they are from a very good background. For example, a doctor, uh, like a nurse and everything, engineer, but they are refugee, they are from Syria, they cannot get the same job here uh, in the Netherlands. So I'm thinking like, oh yeah, man, that's pretty fucked up because they do have the, all the knowledge, they do have, but they don't have the opportunity, you know? So since then, I don't 
really see as a money as like everything you know i see how you manage the money is everything how you use your money is everything for example if you do it to good you get good things you know if you help people people gonna help you anyway for me it's kind of like i'm, I'm i do charity and stuff i don't ask for return but i always get something written in the different form you know for example like okay i got like good opportunity i get more connection and from that more connection i get more like uh, teachers and everything so for me i like that because it makes me one it makes me meeting new people from different perspective and also from the expert and makes me understand more like yeah about the the, the money value and for me i don't see I don't see the money as a very grand thing. I see it as a, as a part of life. It's like I kind of need it, but if I don't have it, I can find it in a different form. If you get what I mean, you know. Got it. Yeah. Got it. What what um what are uh, what are top two pieces of money advice you have for the kids? Investing and savings. I would say savings. I would say savings, though. Because how, do you, how do you save? How do you save when you were seventeen? For me, it's kind of like I do. How 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 am I saving my money? I always uh, when you seventeen. Sorry. When you were seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, did you save yeah. your money? Yeah, because my my actually I got that from my family, because my family is kind of like uh, they always ask me. To save you know because like yeah you never know in the future you're going to use that money or not at first i don't really believe it i thought like yeah why you didn't use the money you know so one time uh when i study i think uh after school after 17 i think after 17 i want to start to the pre-uni right that's where i kind of like uh, know that okay i kind of need money you know like i work like part-time going to to job need money you know Paying food needs money. So I'm thinking, like, oh, everything needs money. So how can I save it? So whenever I work or anything like that, I always like uh, kind of like divide it to four places, kind of. I always divide it to four. And one just want to expand. And two, uh, two bank, I always like really keep it. And another one is just like uh, pay monthly commitment, you know, like a house and stuff. So from, from there, I start saving because my I remember my late father said to me like saving is actually makes people kind of like at least not uh how to say it like uh uh not in the safe zone but more on the safe feeling i would say you know for example like if you don't have money i mean for me it's kind of i like to uh pay something without thinking about my bank account you know, because for me, it's kind of if I think about my bank account, I was like, oh, okay, I need to be stingy, I need to not spend on this on that, and I don't like that. For me, I just want to just spend as long as it's enough. You know, doesn't mean a lot, as long as it's enough. So that's why I start. Uh, that's why when I when I get any like money or anything, I just divide it to like four bank account, and then I just try to uh, play around with all those four bank account. But mostly two, I will just save it without touching it, and that's kind of like for future. And another two is one uh, for like accommodation and everything and more on the personal consumption. And that's uh, that's the way I, I do it. I don't know about other people, about you probably. How, how do you do it? How do I what? Uh, save. Save. Uh, save or like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just buy a house, you mm. know, put it into. Yeah, all, all the, all the, you just buy the liability and stuff. Uh, assets, I mean yeah yeah i mean whatever i i i try to just live off 20 percent of whatever i make um if that means sleep on the floor or whatever mm, yeah, same. yeah and then 80 percent will go will go to uh savings and then if i can if i can buy property then i just go buy the property but do you always buy like a property at like like your home country or you just buying the random yeah only in america only in America. Yeah. And how is the America property kind of like uh, there? Is it like a, uh, because I heard like it's very expensive or something, right? For property there or no? It depends. So we have a few programs where, so we have like a FHA program where mm -hmm. if, um, if you've never bought a house before, um, you can, the government 
um, you you only have to put down two percent. Um, yeah. Then the government will give you the house. <laughs> ah, yeah, same, same. I think same like here. Also. Yeah. Yeah. What um what what uh moving on to to kind of like uh love you know what what was your um what's your relationship with your with your parents like growing up your mom your dad your brother oh uh for my family I would say yeah I'm very close to my mom uh I I do have a broken family back then uh my parents separated when i in i think i was 18 i think you know so that's why i thought like that's that's why i told you like i start to experience uh like appreciate all this you know money education and stuff because i do have the this background uh, uh, broken family problem so from there uh Actually, my, my, my relationship with my parents are very nice, you know, very good. It's just I regret one thing because when I went to the Netherlands, uh, I didn't have time to meet my, uh, my father before I went there. And then the first introduction day, my father passed away. And that moment made me think like, fuck, am I doing the right thing or not? Because I do start go abroad, but at the same time, I don't say anything to him, you know, like I do say something, but not personally, like really meet him. And then now he's gone. And I was like, yeah, what should I do? You know, and I had like a depression moment. And I remember my brother said to me like, yeah, you are there because you imagine like you are, I never been uh, like uh, to uh, any country before, for example, like living there. And then now I try to live and I have this, uh, you know, like the, the, this funeral and everything makes me think like fuck can i do it or not you know like and then my brother said this to me he said like yeah you already you already make a big step you know you you're trying to survive in a different country why not you finish it you, you already start your study why not you finish your study and if you want to see him in uh like uh, if you want to see him in malaysia you can always come because if you come now you cannot see him anymore you know so doesn't make any sense but it's better for you to just finish your study make him proud and you can come back and visit him i think that's much more you know much better uh, choices and i'm thinking like yeah true i i don't want to be there like depressed and shit, you know because i just uh, arrived in netherlands you know like really one month two months and then i was like yeah i don't want to be depressed like it's a free country you know it's a good country you know i need to like really you know, like enjoy, you know, like, and then after that, okay, I turn everything. And then yeah, that's where, um, that's where I kind of like uh, close to my family because I close to my brother because my brothers, that all my brothers are abroad. So I don't have the time to talk to them usually like this, but you know, but not per se like meeting up and stuff. So when I'm, when I'm there, I kind of have a relationship with like the, the, the in-laws of my brother because my brother married a Dutch Indonesian, you know, that's also the reason why I'm in the Netherlands. So from that, I kind of try to understand like a family side of the Dutch, you know, the, I do have like a father figure over there and everything, you know, the more value, the loving part. So, but at the same time, I close to my mom. So my mom, my mom asked me like, uh, how am I doing over there since my, my father passed away? Uh, it's, it's very, I, I would say, depressed moment for six months. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Six months because it's also affected my studies and everything. But one one day I kind of say to myself, like, yeah, if this is going to go like this, I'm not going to be succeed. You know, I'm not going to be finish my study and stuff. So I remember my late that used to tell me this, like, whatever I do, there's two things that I need to think about. Be kind to people, whatever people that you met, and don't judge them. And also, the last one I remember when he uh, said to me, like, yeah, whatever study that I do, just finish it. I don't care what study you want to do, just finish it. And so those three makes me kind of like, uh, 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 
has inspired me to like really going through the experience in the Netherlands because yeah like I said I'm not from a very uh, rich family and everything so everything there uh, are like difficult you know Karen I, I need to work for paying my tuition fees I need to work for paying all the accommodation I don't get money from my parents or from my brother my brother only helped me only for the tuition fees uh, but the rest I pay myself so it's very different from other people that usually study abroad usually people study abroad, they have like a family you know family stability and for me I don't have that so when I don't have that it makes me think like oh okay I need to do better than other people you know I need to really go for it you know so that's where I kind of like stepping out from my comfort zone meeting new people I met like a very professional people from TEDx you know I organized TEDx in, in the Netherlands and from organizing TEDx I met so many uh, prof young professional that really striving me over to you know to become better person and from there it makes me think like oh actually I can overcome this you know all this depression moment and everything because back then I to be honest I, I think that I cannot survive it I think like yeah fuck this you know I'm just gonna go back whatever happens happens you know but after meeting people and everything it makes me want to know more about the world and want to become more acceptance on the society and everything the community what would, what yeah. would you say to uh to the kids who you know who who just lost their father you know what would you what what, what, what do they have to do you know what if they're okay i would say for a kid that who just lost a father because for me, I do believe in, in my experience, I do believe that's a three father. So one father is like a role model father. Uh, one father is for, for education father, like people that provide education. And first, one more father is like a moral father. Uh, so for me, I do have three father. You know, I kind of like look it up as a role model. It's a father figure, you know, not per se as a father, like more on the father figure. So because for me, I don't have like, a, uh, I lost my father. So. I, but at the same time, I want that, uh, how to say, I want that value, you know, like the father figure value. So how am I going to do it? So that's where I started to uh, study with like, uh, you know, like I said, like uh, study, I start to researching and that's where I start to, for me, I would go for the moral uh, teacher because for me, I'm a Muslim, right? So I just go one, one, uh, one teacher from uh religious teacher and one uh, from academic teacher because i don't want to be like extremist view on one side you know so i just want to be balanced you know it's like i don't want to be uh something like uh extreme view but for me it's kind of like father figure is very important so if you can find the father figure it doesn't really matter who who is the father as long as you think like ah, that guy can be father figure to me uh, learn from the person you know and that's where i kind of like i get all these values from different people because i met so many i would say i met so many wise uh experienced people in, in my life so yeah i would say try to find like a listener the listener that can also uh explain to you and also like guide you not per se only like a father figure but also brother figure you know like if you find like someone that you're really close to it, that you can feel the, the bonding yeah just uh keep them and make sure like uh yeah don't don't ever kind of like uh, lose trust i think because i think trust is very important for 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 this i love that i love that all right well uh we're gonna have to end it here but um thanks for joining us do you do you have any last words or last pieces of advice for the kids that are listening right now yes i do have very uh, i do have one thing i would say like if any life experience that uh make you down or make you doubt in certain things uh, find the solution because this this for me i believe every problem of solution is just the way you find it you know find the right people you're going to find the solution that's why i said always uh talk to people understand people listen to people sometimes we want get we want to be listened but we don't 
listen to people and that's i think the biggest problem on the community because we tend to be more selfish in terms of our perspective and view so always uh be kind to people and always try to understand people's perspective before you make a conclusion i would say love that i love that where can people find you if they want to reach out oh yeah you can find me on uh, instagram twitter just search by b-a-i-m with t-j-e so right. everything is on the twitter instagram and also oh yeah i don't talk about something with uh uh, oh yeah, never mind. Forget about that. The NFT community. I will. I will want to talk about that. Also, you can but... talk about it here. You can talk about it here. I'll just cut uh, it. You know okay. Yeah, because uh, and also I would like to tell people like if you learn new stuff, for example, like the new technology, the NFT and everything, keep learning because I think that is very. I think that's the future, and I think uh, it's the. Uh, I think the finance system uh, in the world is going to change a lot with this technology. And if you have any, like, let's say any question or any, uh, anything that related to this topic, of course you can find it online, but you can also ask me personally and Bob, I think you're also very experienced, very uh, knowledgeable about this. So I just want to say to everyone, be kind, learn every day, and try to talk nicely to people. And I think that's the thing that people forget talking nicely. Usually people just very selfish on there when they're talking. So yeah, I think that's from me. I love it. I love it. All right, bye. Thank you for joining us today. Right. Thank uh, you, Bob. If anything, just uh, let me know. Okay. I'm going to talk to you soon, yeah? All right. Appreciate